And I will tell you, I will also tell you, I think I do tell you five things for why well, I love Davey, you every day. you just talk about my butt. Well, that's one. <laughs> There's more to me than that. Okay. That's my favorite. <laughs> here with Dr. David Colarossi. One psychologist, two kids, one Allison, uh, one dog. <laughs> <laughs> what will I talk about? Gratitude. Gratitude. All right. <laughs> All right. I'd like to hear about, so you, you, we were delayed in recording this because you had to go to school and because one of our kids won, I believe, a very prestigious award. He did win an elementary award. school. I know. And I didn't know. You and I are so not good about, like, trying to figure out our kids. <laughs> well, but, but jury's out on the... I, can we talk? I need to... Let's... I no. question how prestigious it is. Is it prestigious or prestigious? It's prestigious. You could either... Tomato, tomato. Okay. How, do we really know that this is a hard-to-get award, or are they just at random making sure that everybody in his class gets an award? No, I think you just get an award once a month, so not everyone in the class can get it. And I I feel like... I'm glad I went, because I feel like we learn something about our kids every time. Like, Lino got an award about coding in kindergarten. And I know, how but he, it, do, do you think... Let me just play devil's advocate. Are they passing these awards out if our five-year-old is getting an award for coding? I think you're really negative and not... I feel like being excited about it I'm is... excited. Good, no, you're not. No, no, I'm no, excited Since for, I got home, you're like, the, the bad kids get the awards. And no, I don't believe it. I, well, first of all... I'm annoyed me, by this conversation. Hold on, let me just say this. I am proud of both of them. And to them, I'm, I, I'm effusive with praise. I'm just saying, you and I, that w when I was in school... Hold on. You are not effusive with praise with anybody. What do you especially mean? Especially me. And not with your kids. I think you're... I, I bombard you with praise every day. It is hard. <laughs> it is hard to make... Y for you to, I think, hear my praise because you have the narrative of you being a superhero <laughs> sort of playing in the background so loud, it's hard for me to break through that. Right now I have the narrative of me on like in a dilapidated car on a dirt road and the wheels are about to fall. <laughs> That's how I feel. That's how I feel. That's like I'm just going really fast, shaking, and the wheels are <laughs> But I think you're going fast. You're getting it done. Allison did you you I thought you did a great job on <laughs> on your solar system that you made. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> Okay, so back to the story. Okay, but can I just say this? So when I was a kid, I still have I, this is a source of trauma. All right, when I was mm -hmm. a kid, I was a good kid. I never misbehaved in school, and there was an award at my at my middle school called the Eagle Award, which was like the best kid in the school every month. There, or no, no, it was every week. There was an Eagle Award. I got zero Eagle Awards. But there's another kid. I don't want to name him. <laughs> but if you're listening, you know who you are. It was like every other week he was getting an award. And he was the worst behaved kid. But like, you know, he would one time walk directly from the bathroom back to his classroom. And, you know, the teachers were clapping. He was giving an awards. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, over the top praise to trying to validate the positive behavior. So I'm worried that when Enzo gets an award for, like, what was it? It wasn't musical whole, talent. Whole, it was 
attention in music class. Attend- Does that mean he's maybe not always attending? Okay, I am I am not um, giving airtime to that. There was a kid in kindergarten that got an award for cleaning up water off See? the floor. But Lino got an award for coding. I think that is different. Maybe. Have you seen him code? She, the teacher came up to me and told me he was like a savant at coding. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, but Enzo, this week, this month, Enzo got an award for um, focus and attention in music. And there was only one music award in the whole school. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that he enjoys music. He hated piano lessons, though. But I, he's all him. Every time I pick Lino and him up from school, they're singing. So I do think he might be like interested in it and focused in it. Yeah, maybe. Whereas maybe the other kids aren't. I don't know. I'm thinking the best here. Dave. I know you are. You're very positive. It just, I, I love my son. Both of them. When I think of. Well, when I think of either one of them, one of the, the a characteristic that I that never sort of strikes me is attentive and focused. That is not the. And so I'm wondering if may, I'm. That's all. Just want to say. Okay. But I'm proud of him. I'm proud of him too. Yes, I am very proud of him. And I will. We're gonna have pizza tonight to praise for, because he got the award. Pizza. He likes lasagna. I like Pizza's pizza. <laughs> I like pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do feel like we should feel gratitude for having an award, which is what we want to talk about today. You, you are the segue queen. <laughs> okay, so you want to talk about gratitude? What is say more about that? I feel like <clears throat> as as I envision my me in a dilapidated car with the wheels about to fall off. I feel like I need to think and be grateful for how busy I am, and think about it in like change the scheme or the is it change schema change the schema or how i view um how i view things in in a thankful way versus being stressed out and i think my global overall health will be better i uh, i support this initiative Yes, you should be more, have more gratitude. Because I'm super busy right now. Like my work, my work travel is about to go bananas. Yeah. And my, um, and I'm just working on a lot of different projects and I have a lot of different balls in the air and I have a lot of people requesting stuff of me. And instead of letting me get agitated and irritated by the projects or the people, I need to be like, I'm thankful I get to do this stuff. So why do you think, let's think about it this way. So why do you think you are not feeling gratitude? What, what gets in the way of the gratitude? Because it's so many things coming at me that I feel like I can't breathe and my wheels are about to fall off. And so I'm not having gratitude for it because I'm not able to be present with like my family or like the things I want. I want to be working on my DJ skills. There's like no minutes to do you, that. You have not done well with that particular. I know. Goal. I don't know if it, the but I did build. Uh, but I did build a solar system. You build a ki- <laughs> you built a killer solar system, and that third grade teacher. It, first of all, if Enzo gets the award for the idea, that the ideation on that was pretty impressive. <laughs> Thank you. And I believe that you should get an award, and Enzo should get an award for that. Yeah, we worked very hard together on it. <laughs> okay, so. I will say, this is a total, I'm gonna just going to derail this. But so I, well, I was traveling. I came home. Allison was working on the solar system. 
And she's got, what is that? It's like, what is it, modeling clay? What are you using to make the planets? Model magic. Model magic. <laughs> and she's got a shoebox, and she's got it, you know, it looks like stars, and she sparkled it up, and then she's trying to find ways to suspend the different planets within the shoebox. And I felt like you and I, there was a little bit of a point of friction <laughs> because I was trying to offer my different strategies for how you could suspend the planets. But you, I felt like you wanted me to back off and you wanted to own that project. Well, I think what you were feeling was I wasn't having gratitude for your opinion <laughs> because I, I was trying to get that thing off my emotional plate like I have a lot of things and and that's not due for two weeks but like I'm gonna be gone and I just want it to be done so I don't have to work on it and you were you were kind of thwarting the process of it being done to elongate how long it which which was thwarting the creative process with Enzo and all that so I needed to stop and just be grateful wait who was thwarting the creative process with Enzo I was because I was just wanting to, I wanted to check the box and be done. Yes. And um, you wanted to, um, you know, think outside the box, get granular. Which I do think that you had some good, you offered up some good stuff. I don't think they were as good as mine. Uh, agreed, <laughs> agree to disagree. <laughs> but so that is... That that was it. I was. It wasn't a point of friction. It was like I just need to get this done. I need. We Lino has this hundred days project. The kitchen's a disaster. Your parents are coming in to help. The house is a disaster. My brain is spinning. The wheels are coming off. So, okay, yeah. So all these things are true. Mm -hmm. My, uh, the argument would be that first of all, just as a side note, I was just having fun with Enzo thinking of different ways to suspend the planets. <laughs> And there are probably worse things in the world than Enzo having to think of other ways to suspend the planets. I'm grateful You're, for that. The apparatus that you selected was good. It did have the planets. They weren't maybe spaced out the way that they should have been. There was some room for improvement on the spacing. Well, do you know what the spacing should be? Well, I know that it needs to be clear that Mercury comes before Mars. I felt like we figured that out. <laughs> Who, did, who figured that out? <laughs> Some, we had to use somebody else's strategy, didn't we? <laughs> so anyway, okay, but so anyway, we were, here's the, there's like two levels of the argument. One argument is certainly you did a lot, you were trying to get it all done because you're traveling and you wanted to help me out so I didn't have a bunch of projects I had to do. Right. So you were, I have gratitude for that and, um, and I was traveling yesterday, so I wasn't able to do that with them. So I wanted to when I came home, when I was here yesterday. I was traveling on Monday, and then on Tuesday, I wanted to help them do it. But I was just having fun and taking a lot of time to do it. But I felt like you felt like your ideas were being stomped, stomped on. So I was derailing your efficiency. And it's a good thing for us as a family to all think of different ways to suspend the planets. Yeah. Right? It's true. And I think we all contributed and net net it turned out so awesome. Yeah. Allison, <laughs> so I take the kids to school every day. Allison was I think happy you were I think you were happy to support the No, he wouldn't take box. it in because he felt like Venus was falling off. But you wanted it Oh, so we managed to adjust this uh, the suspension system again. I'm gonna like I'm gonna move forward and hope it gets turned on <laughs> okay, time. Anyway. All right, anyway. 
back to the gratitude. I think for the most part, when I, I ask the question, like what, what makes it hard to be grateful? I, I think usually it's because people are hyper-focused on what's right in front of them and they don't have perspective. And when you're thinking about when you're, if you're trying to increase gratitude, it's a good thing to step back and see the big picture of what's happening in your life and what you've accomplished and how things are going. And that will usually lead to more gratitude. So for example, if you're focused sort of myopically on the immediate events in your life right now, being busy means that you have a lot of work to do and people are, you know, you've got people that are sort of clawing at you, trying to get you to do different things. The kids want something, work wants something, I want something. Um, But if you step back, you go, wow, I am like really well positioned in my life. All the things that I wanted in my life are sort of here. I've, I've put energy into work and now my job is where I want it to be. I've put energy into my relationship with my kids and now they, they love being around me and they want to participate with me. They want more time with me. I put energy into the relationship with David and you know, I got the world, I got a superhero as a husband, whatever, (laughs) whatever you could sort of, you know what I mean? I think that's, I think what, gets in the way. I do think that sometimes we forget to have perspective on how things are going. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And there's a lot of like self-help gurus that say like you should do a gratitude practice. And although I don't write it down, I do think about the things I'm really thankful for. And it's just like, I want to keep doing it like little things, like little things make me bring me joy. The, The idea that I have, um, like today I got up late for my workout class and I was, I couldn't find parking and I was five minutes late. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're not supposed to let you in, but the instructor let me in so that I could do it. <laughs> so I have yeah. gratitude for her because I got there. I was, it was literally five Oh five AM, but like, could you imagine turning someone away at five Oh five? Yeah I, I yeah, I think she'd be a monster if she turns you away. <laughs> but I'm just feeling like I feel like I, it's just like the little things that I need to be grateful for, so that my mindset going into the day um, is a more contented mindset. Like I'm, I went to Enzo's um, award ceremony in Lino's, and um, you know, it's just like it's in it's in the middle of the morning. I had to miss a meeting for it. And, but as soon as I got there and I sat next to Lena, like he held my hand the whole time and I have so much gratitude for that. And so I just feel like I need to be more present with my gratitude. Okay, you're, but you're, you're turning your gratitude, just as you're talking, you're turning your gratitude into a stress inducing event, I think. Because you, because you, like the thing with Lena, if you turn that into a, like you didn't, you're saying I'm really grateful that he held my hand, but mm. all that I have heard all day since then is, "Oh my God, uh, I'm not spending enough time with Lino. I think he really needs more exposure to me one on one. I'm too busy. I can't spend enough. You know, I need to go take take Lino on a date. Like you've created a list of things to do because of your moment of gratitude. Yeah, that's probably that's probably not good. I don't think so. I think there's, yeah. But maybe I need to be grateful to myself. Like have self gratitude and be like, be, instead of like coming up with things that I'm doing wrong, just be like, you know, you made the time to be there. You need to yes, give yourself. I yes, <laughs> yes. I'm sorry that I laughed, but I think I, you're right. But I, I'm gonna derail again. But I just need to say, 
every Allison is the like the absolute queen of if you get a, if you have a birthday, she'll say, "What's going to make this year the best year yet?" Mm-hmm. Uh, or if there is a, um, you know, at the new year, she wants everybody to have a to-do list for the year, all the, all of your goals. And she listens to uh, Gretchen Rubin, so it's never a, a reasonable number of goals. <laughs> it's in 24, you need to have 24 New Year's resolutions, right? Like you love, you, and I always just feel like what it ends up being is David gets a lot of assignments, and your New Year's resolution, like the your goal for 2024, the big the big one that leads all your other goals, is to trust yourself more. I feel like so. I feel like you have a good. There's a combination. There's a there's a an odd combo of this like you know self self doubt and shame, and then like there's a healthy dose of you know what I should be doing more of. It's just really relying on me. You know. You know no, I mean? that's your. I feel like you just you just like spun that to be yeah. ugly i was saying hold on I need- I, I, a little humor okay <laughs> i understand that i was saying that i need to follow my because i allow other people of authority that, that i perceive as authority figures to dictate things for me i'm saying i need to trust like my own instincts i know what you're saying i'm not having gratitude for your perception <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm just saying that my list of my new year's list looks longer than your new year's list it does not yes there's no way possible yeah yes because mine's made by you <laughs> you, you do your resolutions, and then you're like oh david needs to do this david needs to do this well we are we're through the january month right mm-hmm. of the new year and one of I, one of the ones i wanted for your 24 for 24 was to plan a date but so far no dates planned. And I think I bring it up every podcast. You think there would be a shift. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you should, first of all, you should have some gratitude <laughs> for the time that we spend together because we, yes, I, you're, you're right that I need to, first of all, it's, it's only been the month of January. And in January, we have gone skiing, I think, every single weekend, except for maybe one and every time that we've done that, you and I have had breakfast and lunch dates. But those are dates I planned. You didn't plan them. What are you talking about? We were both oh, up there. Oh, David. Allison. David, tell Allison. the truth. You, Who planned uh, you the, the whole thing? Hold on. You booked the hotel. But when we're up there, we're getting a lot of time. We, <laughs> you should need to have some gratitude. Go back to the gratitude. <laughs> I'll plan a date. Jeez. This is what I mean. <laughs> See? <laughs> Um, Wait, anyway, oh. so anyway, what does the research say about gratitude, Dave? So, yeah, so I feel like I've, I've, <laughs> I have done, not done a good job in this podcast of keeping this like a, a linear conversation. <laughs> so, so first of all, the research is overwhelming that gratitude is valuable. It, it, it does every good thing. I mean, the, here's the problem. If you're a skeptic, it's hard to separate. It's hard to identify specifically what is the cause or the benefit of gratitude, meaning if somebody is grateful, shocker, they're going to be less depressed. Shocker, they're going to be more confident. Shocker, they're going to have less anxiety. Shocker, their emotional regulation skills will be improved, right? But the question is, are all of those things a consequence of the increase in gratitude or is the increase in gratitude a consequence of all of those things? Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to track that. But you can look at specific behavioral interventions like doing a gratitude journal uh, and see that there is a marked improvement in all of those other 
things, right? So if you start doing a gratitude journal, uh, there is a significant improvement in your level of confidence, your emotion regulation skill, your level of well-being, reduced anxiety, all those kinds of things. Uh, there is data showing that there's a relationship there. So here's, here's, my, here's what I would say. The best practice is to not do maybe what you're doing. What you're doing is you're saying gratitude is really important. And while I don't actually have a gratitude practice, I'm like trying to be, I'm just going to try to be grateful. <laughs> that doesn't fly, <laughs> right? So what I would say is if you're really trying to improve gratitude, you want to force yourself in the morning or at night to engage in some kind of gratitude practice, whether it's uh, meditating on the things you're grateful for, whether it's having a gratitude journal, whether it's talking to your spouse about the things that you like in the relationship, whether all of the, any kind of thing that forces you, like you're, you're pushed to stop and actually think about the things in your life that are going well and be thankful for those things. Um, I think that's a, that would be a best practice. Just saying, I'm going to try to be grateful is a little bit like, someone who's got an alcohol dependence problem being like, I'm going to try not to drink, right? Mm -hmm. You want, you need to be like definitive about that. Okay. I have an idea. Two can, things. Can, can I, I say one more thing about it before oh, you, yeah. before you, and I also want to make the point that when you're thinking about gratitude, there's sort of two levels of it, right? So like in, in the moment, when you're feeling moments of stress, I think that it's a good idea to step back and take like global stock high-level perspective. Like I said, you're stressed out about work and you go, oh my God, this person wants something, that person wants something, he wants whatever, right? And you get overwhelmed and then you're going, this is too much, I don't like it, and you're stressed versus being able to step back and go, oh wow, I've positioned myself well if all of these people need things from me. Like I'm, gonna have, I'm grateful for what I've accomplished and the position I'm in. There's also good reasons in moments of overwhelm when you feel like globally things are not trending well, to be able to, to focus on the specific things in your life that are going well. So, for example, the fact that the person at the, whatever, at the gym let you in five minutes late is not really a big picture thing, but it is good for you to start identifying moments when things are going well for you and mm -hmm. be grateful for those moments. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? So mm -hmm. it's like two, you want to be intentional about focusing on both levels. Yeah, because well, where, where you focus is where your mindset goes. I think Tony Robbins says that. And also, um, I think, I feel like you made a really good point. And I wanted to point out that in February, I think I have a goal for February, mm -hmm. is to tell you every day five things about you I'm grateful for. So I remind <laughs> myself how much I love you. We can start early. Do you want to start? We can start at, you could even catch up for the month of January. You could. Just, just do 10 to catch up for January. <laughs> David, I, you just messed up my thought. Sorry, go ahead. Well, so that so what do you think about that? Do you think I should do a month of February gratitude for David? Because it's the love month for Valentine's? I think that's a really good idea. I mean, I, I my first thought is like, oh, God. You, know. you don't have to do it. It's for me. And then the other thing well, is... I'm like, what kind of psycho would sit there and let you... <laughs> Say nine, five good things about me and then be like, oh, okay, off to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you? I, I, I know. <laughs> I will do it. Okay. I will, I will do that. This so is good, I think that for is a the, good idea. I think for the month of February, I want to do that every day. Okay. And, and I'll think of five things every day. And we can either write it down or just say it to each other. What do you think? No, say it to each other. Just write it down. Well, write, well write it. We could write it down and I can show you. Or, oh, okay. 
But it's really, it's for me. It's not for you to remind myself how much I like. Well, I know how much I love you, but just to like, you know, just an extra push there. I'm a little concerned. <laughs> now I'm, I'm, well, this seems like a treatment for a symptom I didn't know was aware. That, that, it's it's not. a symptom that existed. And then I did want to talk about, like, I know that um, Rachel Hollis also has a gratitude practice in her start today journal, which is really cool. Although I know ne- I bought a lot of start today journals and I never filled them out, but I do feel like maybe that maybe that's another February start for me. The start today. The Rachel Hollis journal. Mm-hmm. She's like five things you put your grateful for and they're like supposed to be little things. Um, we need to start a, some kind of journal like that because that seems like the smartest. It's, it's so smart and it will get us, like, if we are talking about tips about how, what we need to do better, I think gratitude is what we need to, well, I feel like you're globally grateful, but I think I could do better at it. I, th- I think that, yes, I think that being grateful, com- it comes maybe easier to me than to you. <laughs> is that a nice way of saying that? <laughs> Are you a psychologist? What? Are, are you a psychologist? Uh, no, I'm just saying. I mean, I am, but no, but, no, no, that's, but I do, th- I do think that, yeah, I think sometimes I think so. But I think it, but it's like I said, I don't know that it, being grateful comes easier to me. I think I have less uh, stress than you. So because I'm less stressed, then I, it's easier to be great. It's, you know what I mean? I get there. Do you think, I don't know who said this, but do you think that I'm stressed because my baseline is stress and like it's a habit? I don't know. I think Tony Robbins said it. Like you just go back to your habit of stress unless you get rid of that habit. Or like if you're a depressed person, you go back to the habit of depression. It's just like a habit. It becomes a habit for you. Uh, I think that I'm sure Tony Robbins has said that, but I would say that, you know, every mental health professional of all time has also said that. Oh. Like the idea, the idea that y- you identify it. You, when you wake up in the morning, you kind of have this perception of who you are. Uh huh. And if that perception of who you are is a stressed out person that runs around frenetically, you're going to, you're going to duplicate those behaviors sort of immediately. And that, and that those behaviors and those beliefs, um, you know, they work closely together. And so, yeah, so if you think about yourself as a stressed out person or someone who's not grateful, if you think about yourself as a curmudgeon, you're going to show up like a curmudgeon sort of right off the bat. And so you want to change the way you see yourself or you want to you want to change those behaviors. I would argue it's less about, it's easier to change behaviors than beliefs, mm-hmm. right? But the goal is to change the belief. So it's like the starting point should be change the behavior because the beliefs will follow. One of the most famous therapeutic questions is the mirror is called they call it the miracle question which is you ask your client if all of your problems were gone tomorrow and you woke up in the morning what would be different and they'll say well you know I I would get up and I would you know I'd open the curtains and I would look at the sun and I wouldn't say you know I hate my life and then I would you know I, I would go and I'd go work out right off the bat and then I would go have a healthy breakfast and then I would drive into work and I wouldn't be yelling at any of the cars on the way in, you know, on the way in. And when I walked in the front door, I'd have a smile on my face and people would like to see me there. And I, right. And then the, the therapist goes, why don't you do all of those, all of those things that you have control over? Why don't you change those things and see how it impacts your anxiety or your depression or whatever, right? It's like disrupting that behavioral pattern. Yeah. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. So, um, I so we've talked a lot about gratitude and disrupting patterns. What is your tip for to close us out? So this is where I feel like I have to say. Again, I think we so we've done this year. We've done a bunch of these podcasts. I'm not sure that I've done like I'm always like this is what you should do, but I do zero of those things. But what you should do is if you if you feel like you have a lack of gratitude or you feel like you're overwhelmed, I do think you want to have an actual practice of showing gratitude or have an actual practice. Of, of engaging in behaviors that reduce your stress. So whether that means you're doing a gratitude journal, whether that means you're going to a therapist, you're talking to your spouse, whether you're diligent about working out or eating healthier, all, you know, all of those things that sort of make up the, the puzzle that is your life. Um, I think you want to force, the tip would be this, make it a specific practice. Don't just say, oh, I'm going to try to be less stressed or, oh, I'm going to try to have more perspective or, oh, I'm going to try to, be grateful for things. You, know, you have to decide what the intervention is and hold yourself accountable for it every day. Okay. So in February, I'm going to hold myself accountable for telling you five things about why I love you. And I will tell you, I will also tell you, I think I do tell you five things for why no, I love David, you every day. You just talk about my butt. Well, that's one. <laughs> There's more to me than that. Okay. That's my favorite. <laughs> 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 okay okay we'll both do that in february we'll do we'll each tell each other five things that we love about each other okay i love you love you too